Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. Today we're going to talk about two very important topics. First, how retail investors are fooled in the stock market and second, how we as investors should perform our own due diligence whether or not we belong to a finance background. Starting with the concept known as information asymmetry. This tells us how information known to one can be unknown to the other. This often takes place in the market when the institutional investors or the big daddies of the market have internal information about a company which is far away from the reach of the retail investors like us. This creates a difference between the both and makes it easy for these big investors to exploit the retail ones. Another way is let us take an example. Assume there's a stock trading at 50 rupees. The institutional investors start taking a position in such a stock and because of which the demand side rises and the share prices of the uh, stock also rise. With these rising prices, retail investors also want to be a part of this profit generation game and they also start investing. Because of the investment from both retail and uh, institutional investors, the stock prices see a massive run up and it is when the institutional investors start booking their profits by selling their positions and the retail investors seeing the stock prices falling because of this uh, selling of share positions of from re- institutional investors they start panicking and make unconscious decisions as well another point is how risk averse re- retail investors are a small change in the prices of the stock changes the behavior of the retail investor easily which leads to a zero profit generation game Zerudha's CEO, Mr. Nitin Kamath, also pointed out the fact that 99% of the investors on their platform are making lower rates of profits than basic FD returns. The reason behind this is much simpler. As retail investors, we must not be into speculation or trying our luck, but in long-term investing and wealth creation. By this, I only mean people who are new to the market and have a low intellect towards the finance field must take safe investing methods which includes holding a position for a longer term and not taking care of the day-to-day price changes when you have done your own research and you trust your own decisions. Jumping on to the next topic, how to look for investment being a non-finance folk. Actually for that we first need to talk about some basic ground rules. First being, we don't have to invest all our income or savings in the share market. We should know what our risk appetite is and if there's something which is needed in a shorter term and has a purpose attached to it like buying a car or a house this money should not be invested in the into the equity markets because overall equity markets is are very more volatile second is we don't have to follow advice from anyone and everyone unless it is a trusted source we see so much news so much a post around the social media of buying or selling decisions about a stock which we shouldn't take care of because that is all which is noise around us Third one being we should always perform our own research while making any investment decision in the market. For non-finance people, there are some basic concepts such as diversification of portfolio, fundamental analysis and basic understanding of how business works. Portfolio diversification is the process of investing your money in different asset classes and securities in order to minimize the overall risk of the portfolio. Just imagine what would happen if you invested all your money in a single security. Everything would be great as long as the stock performance is good. But in case the market takes a certain U-turn, you could stand to lose your entire investment in a single blow. It is something like what happens when all the kids in a hide-and-seek game hide in the same spot. When the seeker comes looking, everyone gets caught and the game is over. For For beginners in the stock market, analyzing the stock individually can be hard because it requires time and not everyone can give that. For such investors, the best option can be to invest in a Sensex or Nifty based index fund as Nifty has given a wonderful wonderful CAGR of about 14% in the past 20 years, it is any day better than a simple fixed deposit. It doesn't matter what we choose between Nifty or Sunsex, the correlation between both is 0.95 which tells us um, they both move together majority of the times. 
Another recommendation for new investors is not to listen to the noise in the market that we have been talking about since the start and they should always always do their research before making the investment. The other day I read a post on LinkedIn from so called advisory um, which was explaining the PE ratio and how it can be helpful for making a decision in the investment criteria. I will call a spade a spade. A stock price is a random work which means nobody can predict it and when we divide the prices uh, stock prices with the earnings of the company it is still a random work because it, it's a simple common sense like if we divide something which is already going random we won't be getting to some sen- to some sens- sensible number it still doesn't make any sense pe in absolute terms can tell nothing about the stock but when compared with the peers it can give an essence of how the stock is priced in the market which tells us pe should only be used as a relative measure there is no sure shot method of picking up a stock by just using one or two method but all it all it needs is a basic understanding of a business which we are looking to invest in and a little research using information provided in the public domain itself financial statements annual reports knowledge of the industry and environment is the key i guess reading financial investments and coming to a conclusion is a tough task, task to do for new investors of course As new investors we should refrain ourselves from investing into a business which has negative net profits. Revenue growth is also some something one should look at and also try to find a reason for any fishy or sudden growth in the numbers. Annual reports play a crucial part. Some top 2 3 things to look at in an annual report except from the financial statements are first counterparty transactions. What are the transactions between the firm and the other firm owned by the parent company? Is it trying to infuse money into the business or taking it away from the company? to infuse it into some other businesses second dividend decision this matter as to what is the psychology of the company are the promoters more interested in buying a ferrari than to reinvest uh, it in the amount in the business itself which tells us how much the actual owners trust the firm third board of directors too much family or relatives at the top position or top top managing authority is a red flag of course for obvious reasons annual reports have answers to every question from the financial statements as well so if you find something fishy in the statement uh, you know where to look if you find something which you want to know about the company or what is their uh, what is their vision or what you want to achieve in the future you should always look at the annual report of the company you'll find it there the last and most important is the understanding of the business so uh, talking about it uh, we all have some idea about what we are catering to like see if i am working in a software firm i know how the software business works so firstly i think everyone should uh, start investing uh, investing from a f- industry where they have some connect with if they know what is uh, how this invest industry work and what all is needed and what kind of behavior or what kind of um, changes in a firm will lead to the surviving it it's surviving in the future most of us are working individuals and we all have an idea about at least our industries and how they work this gives us an insight on what you want to look for a comp- for in a company and is the company looking at the same direction as well economics is a very important concept and of course fits in our story as it doesn't matter of what we think of the stock market but the stock market runs in a on a very basic principle which is of supply and demand so if there is less money in the market eventually the demand will go low leading to foreign prices this depends on what the feds are looking for are they easing or tightening the policies of the money supply all in short in long run a strong company will always give us a return better than any other um, simple investment such as fixed deposit or keeping your money in the bank 
we just need to increase our risk appetite not think of getting rich instantly and wealth is as well wealth is generated in a longer term only take the example of paytm mall we call them unicorns but why is that the valuation of such unicorns dropped 99.5% just by an exit of two investors this wasn't a public company but if it, it would have been this would have become another full story of the retail investors thank you so much for listening